Hey there, scandal seekers, Henny here, your cheeky guide to the forbidden realms of the unknown. Today, we're cracking open the dusty old books and delving into a realm filled with misinterpretations, miscommunications, and downright idiotic blenders. Welcome to the Babel Effect, a journey into history's mistranslated mayhem. Before we jump in, let's tip our hats to the granddaddy of all communication fuck-ups, the Tower of Babel. According to the good old Bible, once upon a time, humanity was united, speaking a single language. They decided to build a tower high enough to fist bump God. But the big G wasn't thrilled about it. So he scrambled everyone's brains, making them speak different languages, hence causing the first ever clusterfuck of miscommunication. Now, that's a divine way to say, get off my lawn. But that's just the mythic part. The real shitstorm of mistranslation has swirled through our history, causing chaos, comedy, and catastrophes. Let me toss you a bone with a juicy example. Take Christopher Columbus, the guy who got famously lost. He read Marco Polo's accounts of Asia, which were translated from Chinese to Persian to Latin. Polo used the Persian farsak as a measurement which Columbus took for the Latin miliarium. So, when Polo said, it's 3,000 farsakhs to China, Columbus heard, it's 3,000 miles to China. Spoiler alert, it's not. <laughs> it's about 5,000 miles. That's like planning a road trip from New York to LA, but ending up in Anchorage, Alaska. And, oh boy, did that blunder reshape the fucking map. Now wipe that smirk off, because we're about to hop on a roller coaster through time, where mistranslations are the nasty bumps on the track. From the ancient scribes botching up royal decrees to modern tech making a dog's breakfast out of simple translations, we've got a smorgasbord of linguistic lunacy lined up for you. We'll see how a single misplaced comma, a misheard phrase, or a botched translation job can lead to wars, broken alliances, and some really awkward dinner conversations. So, grab your decoder rings and your sense of humor because we're about to dive headfirst into history's mistranslated mayhem. And trust me, it's going to be one hell of a ride. As we travel back in time, we find ourselves amidst a cradle of civilization. Imagine the scene, a myriad of ancient cultures, each rocking their own tongue, trying to make chit-chat with their neighbors. It's the OG social network, but with less trolling and more, well, actual talking. Now, these early civilizations weren't just busy with inventing the wheel or brewing beer. Though props to them for that. They were also knee-deep in the messy business of language. Each civilization had its own linguistic mojo, which was cool and all, until they had to trade or negotiate not to wage war on each other. That's where the ancient interpreters, the unsung heroes, came into play. These interpreters were like the OG Google Translate, but with actual brains. They were tasked with bridging the linguistic Grand Canyon between cultures. And boy, it wasn't a walk in the park. Now, let's serve up some real examples to spice things up. Picture ancient Egypt, around 3000 BC. They were the big kahunas on the block, with their pharaohs and hieroglyphs. But when it came to mingling with their Semitic neighbors, they needed some serious translation skills. This brought about the birth of bilingual stele stone or wooden slabs with inscriptions in two languages. It was like the Rosetta Stone's granddaddy, helping folks understand what the hell their neighbors were scribbling about. But our ancestors didn't just stop at bilingual. <clears throat> oh no, they went full on multilingual in some cases. Let's jet over to ancient Persia, where the Behistun inscription is chillin', 
This massive rock carving is inscribed in three scripts, Old Persian, Elamite, and Babylonian, and it was the key to cracking the cuneiform code. King Darius the Great wasn't just flexing his empire's linguistic muscles. He was laying down the law, quite literally, for everyone to understand, no matter what linguistic rock they crawled out from under. But despite these early efforts, shit got real when folks started playing broken telephone with important text. And as empires expanded, the game of telephone got more twisted than a pretzel in a twister. So, as we dance through the murky waters of historical mistranslations, remember, every misheard phrase, every botched translation job has a ripple effect through the annals of history, leading to some of the most hilarious or horrifying outcomes you could imagine. Stick around, because we're just scratching the surface of history's linguistic fuck-ups. And trust me, it's a rabbit hole you want to tumble down into. Alright, buckle up folks, because now we're diving into the juicy bits. We're about to unveil some of history's most notorious fuck-ups in the translation department. Some of these are going to make you laugh. Some are just going to make you cry out of sheer frustration. So, let's get this party of miscommunication started. First up on the mistranslation hit parade is our boy. Christopher Columbus. Now, we've already chatted about how he miscalculated his way into the wrong continent, but the dude's adventures in misinterpretation didn't stop there. In 1493, Columbus penned a letter to his royal sponsors in Spain, describing the riches of the Americas. The letter was written in Spanish, but soon got translated into Latin and spread like wildfire through Europe. Now, here's the kicker. The translations hyped up the wealth and potential of the New World, probably a bit more than Columbus intended. The embellishments in translation had monarchs and adventurers seeing dollar signs, or I guess doubloons, setting off a mad dash to claim a piece of the New World pie. Now, fast forward to 1945. World War II is wrapping up and the Allies drop a peace ultimatum on Japan, the Potsdam Declaration. The Japanese Prime Minister responds with, Moksatsu, which can mean no comment or to ignore, but it got translated as reject by the Allies. A few weeks later, Hiroshima and Nagasaki were reduced to ashes. Now, we can't pin it all on a mistranslation, but it surely didn't help clear the fog of war. These are just a few examples of how a small slip in translation can cause a monumental cascade of shitstorms. It's like playing a game of telephone but with real lives and whole civilizations at stake. So next time you laugh off a misheard lyric or a goofy autocorrect, remember, the stakes could be much, much higher. Now, strap in, because we're about to rock the linguistic boat with the legendary Rosetta Stone. This badass slab of rock was the ancient world's answer to the translate button on Google. It was like the OG language decoder before Duolingo made it a game to forget to play. Discovered in 1799 by a French soldier during Napoleon's campaign in Egypt, this trilingual bad boy housed the same text in Greek, Demotic, and Hieroglyphic scripts. And let's just say the Greek was the key. Literally. It unlocked the enigmatic world of ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs that had been a mind-boggling mystery for over a millennium. Before the Rosetta Stone, looking at hieroglyphs was like trying to read your cat's mind by staring at his butt. But, with the Greek translation as a guide, scholars could finally crack the code. Enter Thomas Young and Jean-Francois Champollion, the Sherlock and Watson of ancient linguistics. These dudes were the rock stars of rocks, literally. Young, 
being the smarty pants that he was, figured out that some of the hieroglyphs were phonetic, kind of like our alphabet. But it was Champollion who hit it out of the park. Dawning on his knowledge of Coptic, the language used by Egyptian Christians, which descended from ancient Egyptian, Champollion was the first to successfully decipher the hieroglyphs in 1822. He realized that hieroglyphs could represent sounds, just like letters, and weren't just pretty pictures. With this revelation, he unlocked the stories, beliefs, and dick jokes of an ancient civilization. Yeah, the ancient Egyptians had a sense of humor too. The Rosetta Stone didn't just decode a language. It unveiled a culture, a religion, and the daily lives of the ancient Egyptians. It bridged a temporal gap and let the voices of ancient pharaohs and peasants be heard once more. It all came from one slab of rock that served as a linguistic trampoline, bouncing us back into a forgotten era. So, the next time you use Google Translate, give a little nod to the Rosetta Stone, the granddaddy of language decoding. Let's venture into the realm where words are as mighty as swords, and a misinterpretation can ignite a powder keg. Welcome to the world of diplomacy. It's like a high-stakes poker game, but with countries' fates on the table. And sometimes, the dealers got a shaky grasp on languages. Throughout history, diplomatic dialogues have been the tight ropes nations walk on. But throw in some linguistic blunders, and that tight rope turns into a slippery slide straight into a pit of quicksand. Let's set the stage with the Treaty of Tordesillas, inked in 1494. Spain and Portugal were like two dogs with one bone both wanting a big juicy chunk of the new world. So, they decide to draw a line on the map. But here's where shit gets sketchy. The treaty was written in Latin, and when translated, the coordinates got jumbled. The result? A vague line that led to centuries of disputes over who got to plunder, I mean, <laughs> explore which lands. Fast forward to the Cold War. The United States and the Soviet Union were giving each other the stink eye, with a nuclear arsenal as backing vocals. Now, picture Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev in 1956, uttering the infamous phrase, We will bury you. This phrase scared the bejesus out of the Western Bloc. But turns out, it was a mistranslation. Khrushchev was actually using a Russian idiom, implying that Soviet policies would outlast those of the U.S. Less of a threat, more of a we'll-outlive-you kind of deal. Now, let's hop over to a not-so-ancient blunder that stirred the pot. In 2006, Iran's president was quoted saying, Israel must be wiped off the map. The phrase rang alarm bells around the globe, but some experts argue it was a mistranslation. They say a more accurate translation would be, The regime occupying Jerusalem must vanish from the page of time. It's still harsh, but a tad less apocalyptic. These linguistic faux pas in diplomacy are like tossing a lit match into a room filled with dynamite. The stakes are high, and a misinterpreted word can send nations spiraling into conflicts that could have been avoided with a clearer understanding or, you know, a better translator. So, whether it's carving up continents, sparking Cold War tensions, or fueling modern-day feuds, mistranslations in diplomacy are history's way of saying, Language matters, dumbass. Now, Let's wade into the waters that have stirred the pot for centuries. We're talking about the holy grail of mistranslations. Religious texts. These sacred scriptures have been a guiding light for many. But toss in a pinch of mistranslation, and you've got yourself a cocktail of confusion, 
and conflict. Let's talk about the Bible, a book that's seen more translations than the high school French class. With over 3,000 languages, it's been translated into the margin for error. Well, let's just say it's wider than the parting of the Red Sea. Let's wind back to the 16th century, where the Wicked Bible makes its notorious debut. Remember the commandment, Thou shalt not commit adultery? Well, some butterfingered printer dropped the not, turning it into a divine hall pass for extramarital shenanigans. And oh, the uproar it caused. That tiny typo cost the printers their license and a hefty fine, proving that even a small slip can have sinfully large repercussions. So for a hot minute, the good book was telling folks to go forth and cheat. The fallout? A hefty fine for the printers and almost all copies were torched. Only a few survived, making the wicked Bible a collector's nightmare. Or a dream. Now, let's jump over to another religious titan, the Quran. The Quran is known to be the literal word of God, as revealed to Prophet Muhammad. So, you can imagine translating it is like walking in eggshells on a tightrope. A classic example is the term jihad, which in Arabic means striving or struggling, often for a good cause. But translated into English, and it's been warped into meaning holy war, which is a hell of a lot more specific and loaded. Now buckle up because we're venturing east to the land of the Buddha. There's a term, nirvana, which is central to Buddhism, symbolizing a state of liberation and freedom from suffering. But when you run it through the translation mill, it's often misconstrued as a kind of heavenly realm, which misses the mark on the original concept, like calling a tofu turkey a Thanksgiving feast. These holy mix-ups aren't just ancient history. They continue to shape beliefs, fuel arguments, and even spark conflicts today. Each mistranslation is like a game of divine telephone, where the message gets a bit more bottled with every pass. So, whether it's a commandment gone wild, a misunderstood holy struggle, or a misinterpreted state of enlightenment, mistranslations in a religious text are a testament to how a slip of the tongue or pen can echo through the ages. All right. Let's rocket into the 21st century, where the internet has turned the globe into a village. But guess what? The translation blunders haven't taken a back seat. In fact, they buckled up and are joyriding through the digital landscape. Our modern-day Tower of Babel is built with codes and algorithms, yet the message still gets scrambled on the way up. And oh boy, the results are often baseball-worthy. Let's kick off with a humorous hiccup from the tech giant Google. In 2017, a glitch in Google Translate had folks in Japan scratching their heads. When typing out Russia 200 times, the translation spat out, Russian Federation has been successfully implemented. Now, that's some cryptic shit that even Nostradamus would be puzzled by. Was it a code, a prophecy, or just a tech hiccup? Who knows? And speaking of Google Translate, its attempt to tackle the Hawaiian language led to some tropical turmoil. A local asked for a translation of good morning and got back butt breath. <laughs> now, let's just set to the realm of international diplomacy, where even in our modern era, words can trigger global side eyes. In 2009, a translation error in the letter from the U.S. president to the French president replaced the word happiness with penis. Yeah, that's a diplomatic oopsie that sure breaks the ice in a, well, 
unconventional way. And who could forget the time when a Swedish company tried to name their new line of desks Fartful? Yep, you heard that right. It meant speedy in Swedish, but the English-speaking market had a good chuckle on that one. It's a reminder that sometimes the fast lane has some linguistic speed bumps. The digital age has given us tools to bridge language gaps at the click of a button. But as we've seen, the path from point A to point B in translation is still a winding road filled with potholes of hilarity and misinterpretation. So, whether it's a tech glitch that turns political, a morning greeting that takes a cheeky turn, or a desk name that leaves you giggling, modern mistranslations remind us that language is a wild beast, no matter how advanced our gadgets get. Alright, after cruising through the mayhem of historical and modern mistranslations, let's teleport into the future, where translation is getting a techie facelift. We're talking artificial intelligence, neural networks, and real-time translation. It's like Star Trek's Universal Translator is knocking on our door. In this digital wonderland, Google Neural Machine Translation is the new kid on the block. This smarty pants uses deep learning to churn out translations that are eerily close to what a human translator would do. But just like that guy who insists on bringing his acoustic guitar to every party, it's not flawless. It still trips over cultural nuances, idioms, and context. The road to seamless translation is still under construction with a shit ton of linguistic potholes. Now, let's dish out some real-time translation. Imagine you're in Tokyo and your Japanese is as rusty as a bike left out in the rain. With gadgets like Travis Touch and Pocket Talk, you can chat with the locals without turning into a human game of charades. These gadgets are like having a United Nations interpreter chilling in your back pocket. But remember, they're still learning. So if you find yourself inviting a sumo wrestler to a skinny dipping session instead of a sushi dinner, don't say I didn't warn you. And let's not forget about the blossoming love affair between augmented reality and translation. Apps like Google Lens let you scan text with your phone and voila, you get a translation right on your screen. It's like having a bilingual buddy in your smartphone, ready to tackle the Tower of Babel one scan at a time. The future of translation is racing towards us at breakneck speed, with AI and machine learning riding shotgun. But as we hurtle towards a world where language barriers tumble, Let's not forget the quirky, chaotic charm of mistranslations. They're a reminder of the spicy diversity of human communication, a sauce that no machine can quite replicate. So, whether you're navigating the alleys of Tokyo with a gadget, or cracking up over a menu's mistranslation of chicken dumplings as hence yelling balls, embrace the mayhem. It's all part of the wild, wacky, and wonderfully unpredictable world of languages. Well, folks, We've raced through the time-space translation continuum, from the ancient scribbles of Babylon to the futuristic come of AI translators. It's been a linguistic roller coaster with loops of laughter, twists of tension, and drops of drama. We've seen how a misplaced comma or a misheard phrase can snowball into international incidents or comical capers. We've delved into the religious realms where a mistranslation can spark debates that blaze across centuries. And we've glimpsed into a near future where the babble might just morph into a harmonious hum of understanding. But through all this, one truth stands tall like a linguistic lighthouse amidst a stormy sea of syllables. The beauty of human communication lies in its imperfect perfection. Every misheard phrase, every misinterpreted word, carries the essence of our diverse human tapestry. 
It's what makes the journey of understanding one another a thrilling adventure rather than a mundane commute. As we step into a future where the line between human and machine translation blurs, let's carry with us the humor, the humility, and the heart that comes with every lost in translation moment. And hey, as we ride the wave of words into uncharted territories, let's do it with a smile, a sense of wonder, and a subscription to Sacred and Scandalous Podcast. Yes, you heard that right. Smash that like button, share the love, and subscribe to this channel for more tantalizing trips into the realms of the sacred, the scandalous, and the seriously hilarious. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so you won't miss out on any linguistic loot we unearth in the future episodes. Together, let's continue to unravel the mysteries, celebrate the missteps, and laugh at the ludicrousness that comes when humans, glorious in our diversity, attempt to understand and connect with each other. So, Keep the comments coming, share your own misadventures in mistranslation, and let's keep the conversation, no matter how muddled, always flowing. Remember, every miscommunication is just a stepping stone to a more profound understanding, a funnier story to tell, and a broader perspective to embrace. Until the next whirlwind of words sweep us off our feet, stay curious, stay open, and stay scandalously sacred. I'm Henny, signing off.